Welcome to Talks with Twyla, a podcast where you'll be inspired, informed, encouraged, and empowered. Now, let's get ready for your host, Twyla, and co-host, Sasha. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Talks with Twyla. Thank you so much for tuning in and viewing. And we are here again in the month of March. We're talking to Arthur's. And also, we have an amazing, amazing guest on today. So before we introduce our guest, let me just introduce you to Sasha. Y'all know her now. Hi, everyone. Y'all have been watching for the month of March. We've been talking to Arthur's and we have another one, a phenomenal guest. And he goes by the love guru, but his name is Byron Jamal. (laughs) And so he's here with us. And listen, y'all are in, as in the words of Sasha, my co-host, you're in for a treat today. Always, Always, (laughs) right? So let's just welcome Mr. Byron Jamal to Talks with Twyla. Hello. How are you today? I am amazing. Thank you so much for having me on, Sasha and Twyla. It's, been, it's a really honor to be on with you, and I'm looking forward to this discussion. Awesome. Awesome. You're welcome. Thank you. It's an honor and a pleasure to have you on with us. So I know you've recently released an amazing book called Dating Men. And I got to read the subtitle too, because it's not just called Dating Men. It's entitled Dating Men, The Inclusive Guide to Find, Attract, and Keep the Man You Deserve. Now, whoo, that's a lot. That's Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> yes. I, am, I am notorious for putting a lot in one small book. I believe in breaking very complex things down and very simple practices. So I, I've done that again in this book to be able to really make it simple to not only find somebody, but when you find them, get them in your presence where you attract them and not just yeah. get them, but then actually keep them in your presence. Cause those are three unique things with that require unique strategies. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that one. <laughs> Yeah. There's a lot of good finders out there, a lot of good finders, but they, yeah. they don't know how to attract or keep. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, that's a mouthful. Attract them and keeping them. So mm-hmm. let's talk about your book. It, let's just talk about that. And so what is the feedback that you have received from men about this book? So men specifically appreciate the book because it offers a perspective of like one of the earlier chapters, it talks about what is good. What is a good man? When we say, what is a good man? I want a good man. What does that look like? And so when a man reads this, he can say, okay, these are some qualities that would make up a good man, but also can get into the heart and mind, kind of see the hack behind my thought of what it takes. Now, what's interesting is most of the guys who read this, when women read this, they're like, you know, this is how I get them. But when men read this, they really see this is the person I can become. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of hope and potential in their ability to become better men. A lot of the work I do is not just around tips and tricks. It's about becoming. It's about enhancing yourself and evolving into a, the highest version of yourself. And so this book does exactly that. It, it helps not only the person reading it to find somebody, but the person trying to be found, think of ways to enhance who they really are. 
Can I jump in with just a question? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you mentioned it helped men know what they they have to become to be that good man. But if you could just give us like one example of of what is a good man for those who are for curious to say there is no good men out there. You know, <laughs> what's the one thing that that would determine or deem that man as a good man? That's a good question. So one of the things that determines a man is good is that he keeps his word. You know, one thing about the human being is that we believe people by the word and we disbelieve people by the word. We will hold people to their word. So if you tell me something, I'm going to believe that you're going to be there at seven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you at seven, we got a problem if you're there at 710. So it is about your word. It is about telling the truth, keeping your word. And the reason why keeping one's word is so important is because it goes into honesty, but it also delves into what we all need, which is this Maslow's hierarchy of need, which is security. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I can rest, I can be secure with your word, I can know that your word is okay to trust, that is huge. So for a lot of people, they just want to know, date somebody who isn't as attractive, who isn't that smart, but they can, let's be honest, who isn't that smart, who don't have a good degree, a job isn't a fancy title, but if they can rely on that person, they can trust their word. If they know that what they say is what it's going to be, that if they say it's going to rain tomorrow at noon, it rains tomorrow at noon, they can trust it. That is a person that they are more likely to ascribe to bringing into their life and letting into their world. So that's why that's such an important quality for a good man, good man to have. Wow. Yeah. It's all about trust. If I can't trust you, you might not can be in my world. No, no, ain't no might. Ain't no might on that. Ain't no might. The only might is the might you use to push them away. That's the only might you need. <laughs> and use all your might. Use all your might. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. So yeah, so Byron, what was the most challenging chapter you think in this book that people may be challenged by? So as I look it over, I would say the biggest mistakes that you're you're making while preparing for your man. I think a lot of people, when they say that they are ready for love, that they assume that they really are ready. But it's like, okay, let me say I'm ready to go outside. Like I'm ready to I'm ready to go outside right now. But are you ready? Do you have your keys? Do you have your wallet? Do you have your phone in your hand? Are you sure that you're really ready? I think a lot of people assume that they're ready, but don't really do the checklist to make sure they're ready, ready. And that was the hardest thing because it's breaking a lot of myths. It's making people slow down who are ready to speed up. It's causing people who are ready to jump in love to be like, let me pause and assess my current situation. So like one of the things I'll talk about in this, in the biggest mistakes before you go out and look for a man, even look, is... Being able to have a vision. I think if you don't have a clearly defined vision of what you want for your life, you will end up accepting any kind of man to fit that life, right? So if you are a surgeon, but you only work on the brain, you're a neurosurgeon, then you need patients that have brain issues. You don't need somebody with a foot issue. You don't need somebody with a heart issue. You need somebody with a brain issue. And what we do is we have stuff that we're, we want. We want a partner who's going to mentally stimulate us. We don't know that because we haven't really defined our vision. And so we get somebody who's got good feet. 
who's got a nice body, who who has a lot of money, who who has a good job. And we do all these things, but none of it stimulates our mind. And that's the one thing that really we need it. So while you're a doctor, and yes, you got doctor behind your name, and while they are a patient, do they align with the vision of who you are and what you're called to do? That is huge. It's all about vision. The Bible say, write the vision and make it plain, right? Plain. It, should be plain. it should be plain. If it ain't plain to you, it won't be plain to them. I promise you. Right? Right. <laughs> I wonder why they're so heartbroken or feel like it's a struggle in their relationship because you guys aren't aren't compatible. You aren't matches looking for different things. You don't know what you want. So you feel for anything. Yeah. I, I talk about that in the book as well, about compatibility, chemistry, and connection. You can easily be compatible. You can be compatible with just about anybody. Honestly, if you have a good personality and they have a good personality, if they're patient and you're patient, if they're forgiving and you're forgiving, you can really be compatible with anybody because every Zodiac sign, if you read it, it has a compatibility chart on everyone. And I'll tell you, this may not be the best match, but it can work if you do these things. Now, it's not the easiest match, but you could still find some compatibility. So yes, you can be compatible. But it's not about compatibility and it's not about chemistry because chemistry mm-hmm. is something just like in science that you can put the right ingredients together mm-hmm. and just make something happen. You can kind of make it happen. But what you really want is a connection, something that is divine, something that is beyond you, something that you feel at your core, like you know the person, like you've known them forever when you meet them. There's something about that. People like to call that soulmate, but really it's it's what you can have with a friend. It's like that friend that you're just like, how did I ever live without you? How did how were you ever not in my life? How did I exist with Without your voice, without your mind, that's what you're looking for. You're really looking for the connection with somebody because chemistry you can force and fake. You can do the same with compatibility, but you can't do that with a connection. And that's that's how you really know that somebody is right for you. You know what? I have never looked at it that way, but you just dropped a major bomb because you are absolutely <laughs> on point. Just looking back at my past experiences. And Sasha, I'm sure you can attest to it as well. Oh, absolutely. The <laughs> connection was missing, Byron. <laughs> Maybe you, look, we both got doctorates. Okay. That's chemistry, right? <laughs> that's, some, that's some chemistry. We, we got some compatibility and some chemistry. That's great. Right. We both like to laugh at movies. That's great. That's cute. That's nice. That's cute. Is there a connection, right? Is there a real connection? Yeah. The kind of connection that makes you forget about your ex. The kind of connection yeah, that makes yeah. you forget about pain that you went through. The kind of connection wow. that makes you forget about the bad day you had. Is there a connection? Yeah. Come on now. Mm. Come on. Reach that one. Oh, don't turn me up. Don't turn me up. <laughs> yes. Yes. I got my good hat on. You can't stir me oh, up. I, I see it. I'm loving the hat. I'm loving yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, loving the hat. I'm a hat person. That hat is speaking volumes. Yes, love it. Love it. it yes. Sasha, you have anything else to add to that before we move on? No, I, I'm ready to pass on the collection plate. And, you know, <laughs> that last part right there, that was, you know, I'm going to have to go and write that down and and, and yeah. go back over some notes for myself. I want to thank you for that. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm here for you. So, Byron, I know that you are professional in what you do. And what are the main issues that you think it makes it hard for people to find love? like? What are they? 
drop some knowledge on us. Hmm, my lord. Okay, so I put out a I put out a big list the other day, and I actually, and the list was a little hardcore for some people. It was hard because it's the list. It's the real list. It's the list that isn't. Oh, I'm just you know I'm focused on my career. You know. Oh, I'm just doing me right now. You know. That's we all know that list. That's the nice list. But if somebody came across my path, I drop all that BS and I would jump right on it. Yeah. Uh-huh. So the real reason you are too used to being single to adjust. I, I call it. You are super single. You are attractive at being single, but you are not attractive at attractive date. So, so you look really good. You look amazing as a single. Mm-hmm. You live in your best life. You look so happy by yourself. Why would anybody think that they needed to be in your life? See, there's a fine line between self-love and like, I'm happy with my life, but I'm still, there's still an open sign. Like we love the customers that we have, but we'll take some more. It's a little, it's, it's a different, <laughs> it's a different thing versus I ain't taking no more clients on. You know, my PR person like, I'm done with my clients. This is my client roster is full. That's some people on Instagram and Facebook. They look like their roster is full. Like they, I don't need nobody. I don't have time for anybody. I am doing everything on my own. You can't do nothing for me. And sometimes we say this out loud. You can't do nothing for me. I don't need a man. So if you don't need them, guess what? You're not right. going to attract yeah. them. Right. And so you end up being a super single. You're attractive single, but not attractive when it comes to being dated and somebody wanting to date you. So you wonder why you're not getting picked up. It's like, well, they don't want to be. And so that that becomes mm-hmm. the thought. Another one would be you want full love, but you refuse to give a full heart because you're guarded, because you are not willing to be open and vulnerable because you've been hurt before. You don't give that person a full chance because you've been hurt in some way before. That person's not the other person. That person's not the past person. You can't make somebody pay for something that somebody else did. You can't sit at the table one date until the next date to pay for that tab from the last time. You know, it's not a new bill. It's all over again. So a lot of us end up going in with a tab and we like, hey, you got to pay for this too in order to win my heart. And that's that's not fair. So we end up sabotaging good opportunities because of that. Another one would be a lot of us use sex as a fake love language. We end up using our bodies as an easy way uh, to avoid the real things that we want, like affection and words of affirmation and the things that really mean something to us because we've had those things and they didn't align with what we thought was a good relationship. And so the body ends up being instant gratification So we use that pleasure as a form of instant gratification Mm -hmm. and as an affirmation that we are still enough, worthy, and valuable. And so it ends up being a fake substitute love language. Uh, One more and then I'll I'll, I'll let us move on. But you hang around single, bitter people. That's the one. Uh, Yeah. Bingo. You hang around all the people. They're like, he ain't no good. Ain't no good man. They all dogs, you know, and they got this negative philosophy on love, dating, relationships, marriage. They've been divorced. They've been heartbroken. They've been lied on. They've been cheated on. Somebody gave them an STD. They were sitting in the clinic. Something. They, they have a storyline, okay? And it, it is one of those that is a Medea play. It's a Medea movie. It is straight up and down a soap opera. And they will make you feel like you should feel 
bad mm-hmm. about believing in love. Right. And so and you that off on you. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you got to be careful with those type of people. Sometimes when you're looking for love, you got to love them from a distance. That's right. Long handle spoon. Yes. Come on. Amen. <laughs> I feel like I'm in church. I'm like, you, you preach it. <laughs> he is giving it to us straight up. No chaser. And I love it. Yes. No, no. Sugar-coated. Don't oh, cut yeah. no corners. Go in for the gut punch. Go in for straight, it. Direct. Have love it. We lie to ourselves all the time about love. Absolutely. Love is one of the topics that we love to gloss over. We want to put mm-hmm. perfume on it. We want to dress it up. That uh-huh. it stinks, okay? The, 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 the thing you did, it stunk. What happened was horrible. It was miserable. It made you mm-hmm. cry. Your makeup was running. Your blouse was torn. It is. There's nothing cute about it. And stop trying to dress up the trauma that you have. Address it the way it needs to be addressed so you can move on, so you can start fresh, mm-hmm. you know? It's talking about a clean slate. It's it's not easy to clean slate. You got to deal with the slate. You got to pressure wash that slate. You got to get on it with the little pressure washer and stay on a spot for a minute in order to really clean that thing. It's not a pretty process. And so to have clean slates to start fresh, you got to do the work. Yes. Yes. You got to go through the healing process, Mm -hmm. right? And a lot of people don't want to want to do that. They want to gloss over it and replace it with someone else. And you just take an extra baggage into that. And you wonder why you're still broken going into each one because you're looking for someone else to clean your slate and someone else to fix and complete you. And it doesn't work like that. Baby, That's you funny. look, Erica Badu said, bag lady, you're going to miss <laughs> your bus. You're going to miss that bus of love. Hello? That bus, <laughs> trying to carry all the bags. Five relationships ago, you're gonna miss the right bus coming and you're gonna be upset because you are ready, but you are ready. Mm -hmm. That's right, Mm -hmm. that's right, that's so good, that's so good. Wow, wow, wow. So, tell us how um, we can find your book and how we can connect with you on social media. And there may be some viewers and listeners today, they may want to schedule a session with you, and so let's. Just dive on on into how to connect with you. Absolutely. Well, yeah. again, thank you for having me on. This has been amazing. I love talking about love, of course, as you know, yeah. the unofficial love guru. By the way, I didn't name myself that. My client <laughs> did. And it stuck. It was like, Byron, you are pastor, but we don't, I didn't want to be called pastor. And so they were like, well, you're the love doctor. And I was like, I, I don't want no, uh, I don't want legal issues. So they were like, all right, well, love guru. You're the love guru. Okay, well, good. Good. Love I'm not it. a PhD yet, but what I be, maybe it will change over to love doctor when I get my PhD. But there right now, go. I'm taking a guru. Okay, it works though. Spiritual, it, pastor, all that. Yeah, just to make sure anybody out there who calls me love, I didn't, I never say love. I don't want to be sued by nobody. Okay. Um, but, <laughs> Allegedly, they always say allegedly when they say something you're not supposed to say. Allegedly. So I'm easy to find on social media. You can find me at Byron Jamal, uh, excuse me, at Byron Jamal on all social media platforms, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. And I'm a little funny sometimes on, on TikTok. You can find me there. I just got on Clubhouse. It's a lot of social media. I, I'm going to have to cut back on something. Y'all can find me on Instagram. Let me just do that. Y'all can find me from <laughs> where I'm going on Instagram, on Facebook-ish, and on Twitter-ish, and on, <laughs> on a little bit of TikTok, and definitely going more on Clubhouse. But 
Uh, if you really want to connect, go to my website, byronjamal.com. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. I, I'm out there on Clubhouse. It's a lot going on out there on Clubhouse. So much. It's just <laughs> it's so much everywhere. Lord. <laughs> Talking about the people. They just, you know, everybody in COVID, uh, you know, COVID free. So they mm-hmm. all the free time in the world, eight hour clubhouse meetings and stuff. I can't, I, it's just too much. I, I, I can't, can't do it. That. I can only sit through yeah. 30 minutes to an hour. You don't have friends. You don't have friends. You can't have friends. You don't have family. You don't have friends. You don't have coworkers. You don't have, you know, you don't have neighbors. You don't have anything. <laughs> you got no, there's no way. There's no way. You can't be on there eight hours every day and talking about you got a life. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just not work like that. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. My goodness. This has been amazing. It's been fun. Uh, very knowledgeable. You dropped some bombs, and I'm sure the listeners and the viewers will definitely, definitely benefit from things that you dropped on us today, Byron. So as we wrap up, Sasha, you have anything else as we wrap up? I always say that the listeners of you is going to be in for a treat. But after listening to this and watching it, you're going to believe what I mean. We were in for a treat today. (laughs) Yes, yes. So much, so much. So thank you again, Byron, for coming on. It's a pleasure and an honor to be on Talks with Twyla. Thank, Thank you. Have a good Yes. You yes. too. <laughs> what a good show. We hope you were inspired, informed, encouraged, and empowered today. And tell your friends to subscribe to Talks with Twyla on YouTube channel and follow wherever you listen to your podcast. Remember Remember, to do things bigger and better in 2021. Until next time, Talks with Twyla and Sasha is out. out.